This is Char. This is Barb. And this is Plug Your Your Ears, where we sit back, chat a little, laugh a lot, and talk about anything we want. We're open, we're honest, and we're definitely not PC. So grab your Mountain Dew. Do the do. And And plug plug your your ears. ears. So today we have a couple of guests in the house. We have Bailey. in the house. And Kayla. (laughs) (laughs) And Kayla wasn't going to wait for her introduction. She got got storm right on in. (laughs) She got this. Wonder where she gets that from. It's because we're going to win. Definitely not me. Confidence all the way. True. (laughs) It's so true. So we are going to do the Battle of the Killers. Killer kids battling their killer moms. Yeah, so it's going to be Kayla and Bailey versus me and Barb to see who can tell a better story. We're going to kill you in this competition. Hey, hey, bad choice of words. (laughs) Y'all got that on tape now. We come up missing. Look at our girls. And all I'm saying is you guys got to speak at some point. At some so point. do you. At some I was going to say. <laughs> I brought you into this world and I will take you out. <laughs> I've tried to adopt Kayla out. Nobody wanted her. It was very sad. I thought my grandma was going to take her. She gave it back. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I know. I hate when that happens. All right. So we're going to talk about, last week we talked about filicide, which is the parents that kill the kids. So I was super saddened to figure out, I'm like, okay, if that's filicide, what is it called when kids kill the parents? Parasite. Oh, yeah. I was like, well, that's a giant letdown. Yeah. <laughs> like, I man. saw that. I was like, of course. Right. It kind of sucked. So apparently I'm going to tell my story first. First of all, can I just set the stage for the people because they can't see what's going on? But... Char and her daughter Kayla sitting there with their little laptops, their screens all up, ready to go. <laughs> and Barb and Bailey have their handwritten notes. <laughs> I mean, it, it definitely goes to show mine and Kayla's personalities. I mean, normally it's printed, but right now I have a table I can set the laptop on, not waste paper. I would say I don't waste paper. Right. Well, this is my, my no, by printing it out. Oh. So yes, we're showing personalities here with me and Kayla having the laptops. <laughs> um, and we're gonna discuss why Kayla could run camera. Lots of reasons. <coughs> <coughs> Name three, Kayla. Why would you wanna kill me? No reason, Mom. You're amazing. Spit it. Oh, I hated <laughs> you. <laughs> um, so for my story. I decided I was going to travel outside the U.S. So well, that's never a good idea. I know. <laughs> so let's all go to Hong Kong. Oh, Hong Kong. Which means there's a whole shit ton of names I can't say. That's <laughs> uh, usually my thing. <laughs> it is. So there is a Glory Chow Wing Key, who is 65, and Moon Suyuki. Who is 63? That's my shot at the dark. So apparently, by Hong Kong standards, they were considered an elderly couple, which I thought was quite interesting. They were presumably killed on March 1st of 2013. Their youngest son, whose name was Henry Chow Hoi Ling, whatever, um, he was 28 at the time of, of these murders. He had a friend named Angus. 
murdered just going to stop there, who was 35 <laughs> at the time of the murder. Wait, how old was son? Son Henry Chow was 28. Okay. And oh. his friend Angus was 35. And these were the two that were indicted for the murder, which they denied being involved in. Of course, who wouldn't? <laughs> Me too. Right? So <laughs> Henry prepared for this murder for six months before he carried wow, it out. Wow, that's some serious fear and anger. Right? So they say that him and Angus discussed this. Bailey's looking a little too She is glaring over there or something. I don't know what's She's going like, on, but I'm not liking it. She's years. like, bitch, I've been planning yours for years. Six, six months, months ain't nothing. Shit. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I love you, babe. <laughs> She's like, Mom, I need a laptop. <laughs> we do actually have extras. Um, so the pair, this pair supposedly discussed the plan for about 10 minutes a week for six months. What? Yeah. And then he went to Shenzhen to see whether or not it would even be a better place to kill the parents. When they decided that it wasn't, um, so they went with their initial plan instead. When the court heard that dismemberment was included in Henry Chow's plan, the computer records that they showed or showed that he searched for information about missing people, methods of blood taking. Ooh. Yeah, and he that's did brutal. all of these in October of 2012. So that's five months prior to the murders. He also prepared a shopping list to buy knives, saw blades, bleach, refrigerators, oh. and microwave ovens. Oh. He also took action to purchase these items piece by piece on alternating days. So that he wouldn't. In January and February. So that it wouldn't, like, red flag or, or cause suspicion. Oh. Yeah. He oh. took his parents to, <laughs> to the flat and killed them on March 1st of 2013. The couple's bodies were believed to be dismembered inside this flat throughout the following days. Uh. Multiples. So Henry, <laughs> at the time, kept up appearances before his brother, Chow, <laughs> we're just going to finish it there, who lived in the family flat with the parents. So Wait. So how did he... I got a story to tell. (laughs) Go ahead. So when the oldest brother began to feel strange because he lost contact with the parents, Henry accompanied him to look for them. Oh, my God. And even appeared on a video to appeal to the public for help in finding his parents. A report was then made to the police about their disappearance. There was a Facebook page started that was called find my or help find my parents i went to facebook of course and searched it and it's no longer up there no um but huh i wonder why i mean because they don't need no more help they don't (laughs) found their parents (laughs) well or pieces heard of (laughs) what happened to their parents so on march 12th 2013 which was five days after they filed a missing persons report the two brothers heard from the police that there was no departure departure records of their parents leaving Hong Kong. So on March 13, 2013, Henry Chow and his older brother approached the Apple Daily, claiming that they had not heard from their parents since the 2nd of March. 
Chow stated that before their disappearance, his parents had informed him that they were planning to travel to mainland China. The brothers then created the Facebook page asking for all sorts of help in any way that people could. Um, now on March 14th, so this was two days later, Henry was invited to the police station for further questioning. Mm -hmm. The Apple Daily released articles about the Chow brothers <coughs> and their struggle to find their parents. During the police interview, though, Chow texted his friend in a WhatsApp app group that's called HK Tekken, and he confessed to the crime. Chow even described the details <gasps> and the reasons behind the murder. So that was March 14th, right? So the next that's day... Like two weeks after he killed them. Yep. So the next day, which was the day after the interview with the Kapakapos, Chow, <laughs> <laughs> Chow and his friend Angus were indicted for killing and dismembering Chow's parents in the flat in a Long Beach building. I don't know what kind of building that means, but whatever. Apparently it's important. According to the records, Chow invited his Brooke parents. It. I know, I was literally just thinking we need Google Brooke. We do need Google Brooke. So according to the records, Chow invited his parents to visit the flat, telling them that he just got a new house and that he needed his parents to help him clean it. So, um, Angus claimed that Henry killed and dismembered the, the couple in the flat without his knowledge. He said that Henry threatened to harm him and his mother, so he felt compelled to help him pack and throw some body parts into the sea a few days before his arrest. How does a murder happen in your flat while you're supposedly there, yet you don't know? Never mind, we heard that last week with the kids. She killed the kids last week with the husband or the baby daddy and the aunt in oh, the other yeah, room. So yeah. I guess you can kill people without anybody knowing. So during further interrogation and investigation, Chow claimed that he and Angus coordinated the attack the moment that Glory and Moon arrived in the living room because that was the time when they felt ready to do it. So Chow described his accomplice as a very powerful man who covered Moon's mouth from behind and slashed her throat. Oh. His mother then stopped moving within a minute after receiving a slash to her neck. Um, his father, whom he had attacked, struggled, prompting Angus to join in and slash his neck until he died. Chow said that he did not have any feeling at all when this happened. Oh. He said, I felt frightened and nervous, and I saw a lot of blood there, but I did not worry about their deaths. Right? Nobody? Like, nobody? Nobody? Like, <laughs> I just don't even know what to serious. say. It's psychotic. Everyone's How do you not have any feeling no. about slashing your parents' throats? He was nervous about the amount of blood, but not about their deaths. So Henry admitted to stabbing his father in the back of the neck, but stated that Angus had finished the job by slashing the front of both of the throats. The autopsy report further confirmed that that is how they died. So Henry returned to the scene of the crime four days after the incident, um, and Angus had already had all the body parts dismembered, salted, oh. refrigerated, and demoisturized. So, Henry. How do you demoisturize them? 
I'm beef thinking jerky. it's like jerky. Mm. Yeah. Ew. Oh. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> think about that next time you eat like dehydrated strawberries. That's what we're talking about. So. I don't like dehydrated strawberries. <laughs> <but> <laughs> Not like anymore. <laughs> um, forensics officers did believe that the couple's body parts were cooked, microwaved, and salted. Some of the body parts were, however, decaying when they found them. So during the trial, the court heard that the couple's heads were found in two different refrigerators, and some of the salted body parts were found in three plastic boxes, like lunch boxes. And this was two weeks after the murder. What the heck? Why'd he leave their heads? Why did they dismember? Why did they cut them up? Probably to hide it. Like, oh, it's just beef jerky. Like, don't, don't throw it away. And then Are you going to feed it to people? Or the dogs? It, the whole story, I don't think it says that they had dogs. So. No, I'm just saying, like, Like stray dogs. dogs on the street? Sure. I mean, there have been know. murders where people feed the bodies to the pigs. That was in Michigan. Mm-hmm. I read that book. So, according to Henry, Angus initially attempted to disguise the remains as bricks by covering them with cement and sand. Then he came up with an easier plan to cook the remains of the bodies and disguise them as barbecued pork. Some of the remains were also covered with sand and thrown into the sea. Now, during the investigation, they did find the heads in the two separate refrigerators, um, and the lunch boxes did, in fact, contain microwaved human flesh, and three bags containing chopped up limbs and other body parts were found around. According to the video interview shown to the jury, Henry said that his father was an arrogant man who left Henry without a moment of peace. While his Move mother, out, you're 28. Right. While his mother <laughs> always looked sadly when, when Henry didn't contribute to the family. So he thought he could resolve the emotional connection with his parents by killing them and that that would be a solution. He said, if they died, I could be reborn. He blamed his, fa- his parents for all of his failures in life, such as his father distracting his studies by watching television at a high volume, or his mom forcing him to practice the piano, thus humiliating him in front of a girl. Well, bitch, you should have been better at the piano, right? Then you could have impressed the girl. Um, yeah, don't bring a girl to your parents' house anyways. I think that's the first thing <laughs> that d- didn't impress her. <laughs> right. So he did tell the psychiatrist that he wanted to achieve something important before he turned 30. Well, killing your parents would probably do it. (laughs) Since he thought that he would fail to do so, he was going to commit suicide. So Henry alleged that when he told this plan to Angus, Angus inspired him to instead kill his parents. There's a problem, man. Well, the original plan also included killing his brother. Since his brother apparently used to hit him when he was small. All I know is me and my sister Uh used to beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, me and my my brothers used to beat the... They still like to try to sometimes wrestle me down to the ground. Right, and as much as... As much as I like to threaten to kill my sister, I wouldn't. So, that's a whole different ballgame, I guess. Um... So he did tell the psychiatrist that he listened to a Russian composer for 30 days straight before he killed his parents, and it enhanced images of flames in his mind 
that he believed were signaling the impending end of the world. He then confessed to his cousin and a good friend that he was a psychopath and that he could only remember... Admitting it is the first step. Right? (laughs) He said he could only remember the bad sides of people. He could never remember the good. So when he killed his parents... It seems to me like maybe he brought out the bad in people. Or, I mean, natural pessimists don't really remember a lot of the good stuff, only the bad. But pessimists still don't think about killing people. I mean, I'm a half-empty... Huh? That's the psychopath part of him. Right, because right. I'm a, ha- a glass half empty kind of girl. I'm going to prepare, my whole theory has always been prepare for the worst and hope for the best. But I've never, again, thought about killing people. Just a lot of empty threats. Well, I've never gotten mad when my mom made me crack or something. I mean, I never really... For the better, that. when you said it was for the well, and again, if he would have been practicing more, he could have been better and impressed the girl instead of been embarrassed. Yeah. But hey, practice does make perfect. So he did say that after the killing, he only cared about a cut that he suffered during the act. Wow. And was he was calm enough after all this happened to go to the hospital to get the cut looked at. He did tell the psychiatrist. See, what had happened was I was killing my parents and I got a cut. I was making some I was, I was making pulled pork. Right. And as I was shredding it, I done got my palm. <laughs> so he did tell the psychiatrist that he felt relieved when he saw his parents' empty bed the next morning, which told him that he no longer needed to kill his brother because he was relieved. Oh, it, it, it took care of his feelings of inadequacy. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to think this further through because now who's going to support him? I mean, I'm assuming... I mean, he's going to get life insurance, right? Oh, right? The prison well, I guess three him? hats and a cat. Right. Three what? Three hats and a cat. What is that? Prison. Three hot meals and a cat. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, Jesus. You would think that I, of all people, would know... No, I've never, never heard that one before. No? Maybe. Not at all. I mean, I'm the first person to threaten to shank someone, and <laughs> I could probably make a shiv like MacGyver, but I never heard three hats and a cot. <laughs> I know, you're looking at me like, what? I'm thinking that should be our first merch item, three, three hats, hats and a and cot. A cot. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the table, there's four of us going, who's the cot? <laughs> it's like 50 pretty girls and one ugly. Yeah. Oh. Why'd you point at me? <laughs> trial on August 4th of 2014. Both Henry and Angus were the defendants. The initial jury of seven was reduced to six the first week of the testimony. Never heard of that happening. No, no. So soon after, they did bring in a num- another member who, asked, who then asked for dismissal due to psychological stress. 
On August 13, 2014, the judge announced that the case would have to be restarted with a whole new jury. Ugh. Yeah. Then it didn't restart until February 2015. So throughout the course of the trial, Henry's defense argued on the basis of diminished responsibility due to his mental instability. Well, yeah. You're still responsible. Well, oh, yeah. You still are. He yeah. does. I was just okaying the mental instability. Well, yeah, but he still should be held responsible. So, meanwhile, the prosecution stressed meticulous planning of these murders, and therefore, and he confessed multiple times, so therefore, it was not mentally unstable, because he spent six months planning it. At yeah, some point, plan. Yeah, at some point, he knew what he was doing. On March 9th of 2015, the defense lawyer called a psychiatrist to the stand who diagnosed Henry with bipolar disorder and OCD. Henry stated... Hence the bleach. Right. <laughs> the, the psychiatrist stated that Henry had experienced many suicidal thoughts after dropping out of fucking college and being rejected by women, being unemployed, and that he had possible psychological trigger for the murder. So if his issues are dropping out of college, self-inflicted, mm. being rejected by women, probably self-inflicted. Well, but it's not also s- finish your lesson now. And being that. unemployed, yeah. probably self-inflicted. But in his crazy mind, it was his parents' fault because... Because his dad had the TV on too loud. Too loud, and his mom looked at him like he was playing. Yes. So they did an IQ test on him. His IQ was found to be 126. That's high, right? I'm a 124, and I'm pretty darn high. Now, Angus's was 84. I think, what is it, 89, 86 or 89 is the level of, is the number that shows whether or not you have learning disabilities. So I think anything below 86. 86, I think it is. So he was slow. Um, On March 20th, 2015, the verdict was passed, and they found him guilty of a double murder while finding Angus not guilty on both counts of murder. Henry was sentenced to life in prison, while Angus was sentenced to one year for preventing the lawful burial of the bodies. As Angus had already been detained for two years, he was immediately released. So, um, so why did he, how did he not, I mean, supposedly he's the one that slit their throats. Supposedly, but they're saying that due to his mental capacity, that he may not have actually had the function of knowing right from wrong. And and see, when you were like going into the, their IQs, I'm like, it sounds like a more feasible story that, uh, the son got Angus to help him instead of, you know, how he was saying that he was going to kill himself and Angus talked him into killing his parents instead. I think it was probably he manipulated Angus into, you know, thinking it was okay and helping him do it. Possible. Now, on a good note, Henry did get the same eight months, eight months additional for... 
Oh. And not allowing the proper burial of the body. Hmm. So even then, Angus got one year and he only got an additional eight. So in total, he got life sentence plus nine years and eight months. So they're going to keep him in jail nine months, nine years after he dies? <laughs> no, they got to keep him in jail. So if he dies, because he's got two life sentences. So if he dies at 40, then he has to rot for another 40 years. 49. 49 years, eight months. That's or they can I, turn him into pigs or something. Right. Or into the other inmates. Or to the dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that. So, Lady Cakes, what did you guys think of my story? Being um, a little intimidated. Ooh, is the pressure on, Kayla? Yes, but I still think we're going to have a good few stories with Lady. <laughs> yeah. You haven't talked to everything we, you know, we know yet. I think it'll be a general consensus that we're going to win. Yeah. Still. What's it called? Beginner's luck? Yeah. Beginner's luck only matters in, or it, what's it say? You only have beginner's luck in hand, in horseshoes in hand. No, grenade? that's close. Close enough is only oh. good in horseshoes in hand. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> You're crazy. I don't know why my brain's not working tonight, apparently. Well, at least you can English. For once, I can English, but I can't think. can't think of all these stupid little cliche things. I can't do it tonight. I just can't. Three I can't cotton. Three hats and a cock. I've honestly never heard never three heard hats and a cock, though. Never. Have you? No. You're just making stuff She's up. She's the only one. <laughs> okay. So, Kaylee, what would you think of my story? The fact that he microwaved them is just disgusting. <laughs> like, what if it, like, you know how you have to put a paper towel over it? <laughs> put it in the microwave? Yeah. See, so you have like, me thinking... Covers? You have me thinking right now of those little black containers that Chinese food comes in with the plastic, clear plastic <laughs> lid that pops off, yeah. full of nothing but pulled human food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, put a paper towel over that. You don't want Dad splattering all over the inside Wait. of the microwave. <laughs> and does that make human the other white meat? <laughs> when is they it make white? Ta- Pork is the other white meat. No, like, but it's going to depend on what muscle they're they're like, the most. That's why they're different colors. Okay, here's like, Kayla's So we're going to have white and dark meat gonna be like a chicken yeah, yeah so are my chicken. legs gonna be the dark meat no or Does, we all wouldn't that be the dark meat and the chicken <laughs> no your legs are gonna be white I, if i remember correctly it's I been was, a while since biology but i think I, it's the strong muscles are the white ones that they use like a lot and i think dark meat was the ones that they don't use as much or maybe it's i think it's the opposite because breast doesn't get used as much as a chicken leg let me look yeah and the legs okay are. i was going to watch the movie alive I was from the nineties with the um, fact that they were like from Hong Kong or whatever, so they were like dark meat. <laughs> no, Barb. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. Okay, muscles used more frequently tend to be dark. Yeah. Okay, so my legs like would be like dark meat. Yes, because you're walking around with that. But so my stomach dark. will flat out <laughs> be greasy fatty. <laughs> No meat. No meat. No meat. It'd be like, you know, that little <laughs> layer around the edge of a pork chop? Yeah. <laughs> <That's little. laughs> it, yeah, but it's delicious. <laughs> Ew, do you eat that part? It, not, not the hard, hard part, but like some mm. pork fat is good. I, don't judge me. Oh, I'm judging. Judging who? No, at my dad's house, they literally like 
get a piece of bread, spread duck fat, uh, duck fat on it, put another piece of bread, and eat it. They also eat liver all the time. Yes. Well, duck fat is supposedly really good. Like, I went to this Cosmos restaurant that's not far, it's in Old Town. Yeah. And they have, I mean, like, that's a thing now is, like, duck fat fries. Oh, yeah, I where meant, they come. But that's duck you liver. Oh, she's, she means liver pate. Oh, pate, yeah. yeah. I'm picky with animal fat. I just don't eat it. Gross. Kayla doesn't eat animal. True. Just humans. Right. <laughs> Only pulled pork. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the other brown meat. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Okay, so now. Now. Kayla's up. Okay. Do you want to go next, child? Yes. Okay, would. bring it on. Okay. What you got? You're going down like Donkey Kong. <laughs> That's it's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> well, you're going down <laughs> like Donkey Kong. She's my child. <laughs> See? No, you're, you're going down because we're in search of Hong Kong, right? Yeah. You're going down like Donkey Kong because you suck, so it's going down. Okay. <laughs> I made that. It's on like Donkey Kong too. <laughs> That's it all is. I've always okay. remembered. But it's I also going one. down. Okay. That's my child. Anyways. <laughs> We're ready. Anytime you are done giving me a dirty look is fine. <laughs> okay. Mine takes place in a small family-oriented town in Canada called Medicine Hat. No shit. That's a real town? Mm-hmm. Medicine Hat? Yeah. Huh. Huh. Isn't that what you were saying? Three hats and a cot. Three hats. Three hats oh. and a cot. I heard, I heard a hat the whole time. <laughs> Three hot meals and a cot. That's crazy. Well, I, I don't get it though. Three hot meals. Like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Three meals and uh, a cot. That's like, what you like get in jail. I thought you meant like hot guys. I was like, <laughs> they're not all hot. You shouldn't be one. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's mine. He's so proud. <laughs> I so was proud. confused. Okay. So let's get back to Medicine Hat because all I can think of was the Black Plague the minute she said it and that like mask oh, hat God. thing oh, with the big nose. Yeah. yeah. There's no. there's what I'm going to think of from Medicine Hat. No, it's, I don't remember what, um, started with an A. Ass hat? No, like, <laughs> what I, do they call them states or they have provinces and yeah. states in Canada. Oh. Well, whatever it is, started with an A, but I forgot. Okay. But it's a, it's in that A state something called Medicine Hat. Am I going to have to open my laptop back? <laughs> oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, Google Bar has got you. <laughs> is it Alberta? Okay, don't just look at it. Okay. <laughs> that actually sounds right. What? Alberta? Yeah. Alberta, Canada. I think it is. Yeah. Bailey's got the brains tonight. Okay. Because it's not us. No. <laughs> I don't even know if they have states or problems. But you sure are flirty. Yep, you're right, Faye. Medicine Hat. City, Alberta, Canada. Yeah. Is it going to win? <laughs> yeah. Like it. It's about storytelling. She knows my story, story without even knowing it. So. On April 23rd, 2006. But that's almost my birthday. Yeah. Well, so was yours. In March? March. My, my birthday <laughs> It was almost March your 8. birthday. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not my birthday in March. And mine's out of the country, too. Ooh, fancy shit. And we both can't English. We're like, oh, really, I can't like, mother, English like, daughter. Today. I just can't think. We, and Bailey and I both did in the country. Wow. We did. I see the family resemblances here, <laughs> you guys. Okay, we're too distracted. April 23rd, 2006, a young neighborhood boy peeked into the window of the Richardson's home to find Mark Richardson, who was 42, 
Deborah Richardson, who is 48, dead. Police found their 8-year-old son, Jacob Richardson, dead as well. As police noticed many family portraits with four family members, they soon started searching for the daughter that was in those portraits. Of course, they thought, like, she was another victim or she was stolen or like, they could have taken her. Right, yeah, exactly. So they sent out searches and looked through everything. That's the word. What? I said abducted. Yes, yes, yes. Kidnapped. Yeah. Either way, go Tony. Anyway, (laughs) so they sent out searches, looked through everything, and then the things they found they did not expect and soon realized she wasn't a victim, she was a subject. Suspect. Okay. (laughs) English is hard. Okay. English is not my first (laughs) lead. Yes, it is. Her name is Jasmine Richardson. The 12-year-old daughter was considered very smart and outgoing. She always seemed much older than she was, and she often lied to people about her age. And she would always lie about her age on websites as well. Yeah. As tweens do, she started to rebel. Her friends and people at school were starting to get scared of her as she went goth. Um, and she liked the fear that the people got. Like she, It uh, says that she specifically liked scaring people. I think most goth does, too. Yeah. English is hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. As she was getting into the goth scene, she met her boyfriend at a punk rock concert in 2006, according to one of their friends. Oh, Clearly. Yeah, <laughs> where else? <laughs> right, that's where all the good guys congregate. Right. <laughs> so, mosh go to church, we go to the mosh pit. <laughs> Last man standing's the one I'm taking home. <laughs> Jeremy Steinke, although Steinke, yeah, I was gonna say if something I like saw a video of it, which is one of my things. Um, they said stinky, but like it's E I, so I think it's stank. Stanky. I don't know. He did not. Have I got my information from Wicca Wicca Wikipedia, ABC News, CNBC News. Thanks. He did not have a good childhood like Jasmine did. He was bullied at school, was abused by many, many of his mom's partners over the years. Also, his mom was an alcoholic, and it's suspected that he had fetal alcohol syndrome. What kind of abuse? Physical abuse? Sexual abuse? Physical. Okay. Well, it just said, uh, there's probably more, I don't know. Oh. Um, but because of the fetal alcohol syndrome, that explained, like, a lot of um, characteristics that like you can tie it to that as you go through so um, also he had a long history of depression self-harming and had drug issues and had already tried to commit suicide at least once that they had known of because he was like admitted so before he met Jasmine and like continued while he was with her How what's that he? like that's what I was just about to say <laughs> also he's 23 oh shit and uh, she's 12 I was yes. thinking that's well, a she was long 12? history yep. Because well, I was thinking that's a 12. really long history for like a 14-year-old okay. yeah. boy. 12. 23. Oh, 23. what does a 23-year-old and a 12-year-old have in common? The punk rock. rock. And like punk rock. <laughs> Black souls. <laughs> really like glue sticks. <laughs> okay, but this is what compelled her, okay? Also, his friends and Jasmine said that he described himself as a 300-year-old werewolf that loved the taste of blood. Mm. And he wore a vial that's of hot. blood around his neck every single day. And that's what really compelled her to him. Was the vampire blood. <laughs> I'm sorry, werewolf. 
Yeah, well, they say that... Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> just, you can't just open the door. Scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I know, I was like, nobody else is in this house. Kill today. <laughs> it's haunted. But we won't, and now she wants out. She's like, I She's just like, came yeah, to I'm say done. hello. So, yes, he is... To, one of them says that he called himself a vampire, but I think it's that he's a werewolf that likes blood, and that's why they considered it a vampire. Oh, okay. Because the other two kids were sleeping, so it's like... Did it say that he actually drank it? Did no, it didn't say anything about that. Okay. It just said that he told them. I don't know if he actually did. I mean, it could have been Kool-Aid in his necklace. <laughs> you know, we don't know. Yeah, I don't the know. Human, the human stomach, fun fact, cannot digest. Okay. So... They continued to... Oh, wrong part. Jasmine... She lost her place like Barb. <laughs> I like totally scrolled off. Jasmine and Jeremy were in love with each other, and they were always talking and meeting up. So, of course, eventually Jasmine's parents found out about their relationship, and they were furious, as any like right parent should be, with right. a 12-year-old. Did he know how old she was, or did she lie? Yes. But, so, like... They said that, you know, she looked older, mm-hmm. acted older, lied to some people about her age, but, like, he knew eventually that but she was But you didn't old. have that much freedom at 12 right. years old. Yeah, I How? said at first she said she was 15, but still, 15 but, yeah, but is but not okay to 20. My 12-year-old isn't at a punk rock concert. Without alone. me. Right, exactly. At a bar. No, I don't know if she was alone. She had way too much though. freedom for 12. Yeah. Anyway. There's the parental aspect. Yeah. <laughs> Like, we're taking it out on you guys that this kid had that much freedom. Yes. So, they grounded Jasmine and told her that she couldn't see or talk to Jeremy anymore. Which makes sense, you know. (laughs) Jeremy and Jasmine continued to talk online because they weren't watching over laptops or anything. They didn't think about that. They both had accounts on VampireFreaks.com where they could share their passion that and they would sense. also email each other very often. So, I typed in vampirefreaks.com. And look at this just front picture, like. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Oh my gosh. I guess it's like a clothing store? Hmm. Yeah, okay, I don't okay. know. I mean, $10 off right now if you want to go shop. <laughs> but it's only on orders of 50 or more. Use code if you guys would, If you guys would like a, what is that, a Frankenstein backpack? I um, wonder what their Halloween I think it's a patch. Like. Oh, yeah, it could like, be a really cool Halloween spot. Yes. What do you oh, mean? I don't always wear black. Sometimes I wear nothing. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's like the t-shirt that says I'm naked under the shirt. (laughs) So they often email each other. And the emails were about how their parents, her parents were in the way and how they needed to be killed. Because, of course, they weren't letting them see each other. Big, big deal. Oh, finally, here's the parents. (laughs) (laughs) Not for long. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she's going to let her keep her freedom. Right. And, of course, this is leading an online trail, which isn't very smart. But the police had also found a drawn picture in her locker of two stick figures standing outside a house that was on fire. Oh. And they had Were they wearing black? <laughs> probably. <laughs> they, were, they were black stick I mean, it was pictures. like pen, probably, so. Uh, Wouldn't it be funny if it was purple pen? <laughs> oh, my God. She's like, I want to make this one look extra special. Right. <laughs> We're going to put her in peach. Dust. 
<laughs> from the vampires, too. Anyways. And it has little stick figures in the house screaming, like two parents and a little kid. Aww. And they were just outside smiling and, like, laughing. I think High-fiving like, with their little stick hands. Oh, she's, gonna, she's trying to eat my ankles. <laughs> ah, go away, cat. Okay. And then, so the two planners also, the planners, the two lovers also planned their wait, runaway wait, they were already lovers? Yes. They were, like, completely in love with each other. Yeah, but, but lovers like, means lovers that they means... were having sex, I think. Oh, jeez. Oh. They planned the killing and the runaway plan to go live in a castle. Whose castle? Which, of course. <laughs> I think I remember saying that they were going to run away. I think it was Europe and go live in a castle. Romania. Whose castle? Obviously the old castle. Right. Just his old place. Oh, they're Where going out to Dracula's joint. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Duh. Yes. His, his old uh, 500-year-old cousins that live there. <laughs> Anyways. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> So one day, Jeremy threw an acorn at the basement window to signal that he was ready to sneak in. So it doesn't say how, but it just says that she got her mother into the basement, went, like, after he threw the acorn, it was, like, the signal. And then, so Jasmine went upstairs to her brother's room, while Jeremy came in and stabbed the first victim to death, which was the mother. And then, the father was stabbed to death next as he came down to his wife. And it specifically said he was stabbed also in the back. Really? So I don't know if that's, like, super significant. But it said, I think it was nine times in the back and, like, 17 in the front or something like that. Well, he, it, which means it's, he was trying like to get away. Like, he had anger. Dad was trying to get away. Probably. Or he stabbed him in the back after he killed, after he was already dead. I bet he stabbed him 17 times in the front but didn't hit anything good because he's a fucking idiot. We all know this. Dad was probably crawling away. Oh. I don't know. Well, werewolves don't necessarily need to know how to use a knife. They usually just bite them. Claws. That's <laughs> true. I don't know why he didn't use his powers. <laughs> it said he brought a huge knife when he's Machete! I don't know. He kind of just said a huge knife. Specifically huge. Anyways... I don't remember the exact amount. Somebody has a butcher knife so they can make some pulled pork after this. No, it does. Anyways. <laughs> so, um, Jeremy came up when he was done upstairs because the brother's room was upstairs and that's where Jasmine went, was to the brother upstairs. And she was supposedly covering his ears so that he didn't have to mm. hear the screams and stuff. But I'm sure he'd it still hear them. It almost sounds nice. Almost. <laughs> Except for that you, nobody knows that she whispered, you're next. <laughs> No, so she wanted to keep him alive. Oh. She was going to. She was planning on it. But then, when he came up there, she was like, no, I don't want him to have, to live without no parents. Mm. So she killed him. Out of the kindness of her heart. She what a sweet, sweet girl. Yeah. A mercy killer. Right. right. <laughs> you know, I've heard really negative things about the foster care system. Why don't we just take him out and save him some trouble? That's what she was I just don't want him to live with that loneliness of not having his parents. <laughs> So thoughtful. So, Jeremy left right away because he was just so eager to leave. Like, he was just so happy that they were gone and that they could be together forever. And then, after she was done doing her stuff, she took a taxi over, just like they planned. Oh, and these people were left out because, remember, the neighborhood boys saw it. So, it's not like she, like, picked them up or anything. I don't know what she was doing and why she didn't go with them. But, anyway, she took a taxi over after, like they planned. He had already bagged up his clothes and cleaned up before she got there, and they were so happy that they could finally be together without her parents, 
It was also thought that they also engaged in sexual activity that night. And they lived happily ever after. They were all the beautiful castle of Dracula's house. Engaging in sexual stuff. At Cool. They were both arrested the next day while found at a gas station on the start of their runaway train to the castle. I know. They were gonna pay to get to Europe's <laughs> castle. I know. I was thinking that because it said they stopped to get snacks, not even gas, just snacks. Like, oh, hey, like how I did you save so much money? Snacks. I know. Snacks, you can <laughs> right. Anything you want under ten dollars, baby. <laughs> and they had friends with them as well. Oh. I mean, they didn't even like. Did the friends know what they had done? No. I mean. I think it said that they, like, made jokes or something, but, like, they didn't think it was serious. I don't remember. And then, so, what happened was the friends came out with a newspaper that had, um, do they, Jasmine's name on it, a picture and stuff, saying, like... Looking for... Yeah. And so they brought it out thinking it was, like, a joke or whatever, and they, there's footage, and this is how the police found out where they were, because there was footage of them just sitting there laughing at the newspaper. Um. So then the police got over, that's where they arrested them, because they were playing with the newspaper. Yeah. So, and then while being in custody, they wrote letters to each other. And in one of the letters, he proposed to her, and she said yes. Oh, and, and they lived happily ever after now? <laughs> <laughs> nope, not yet. Not to the castle yet. I'm waiting for the happily ever after. Yeah, <laughs> keep waiting. <laughs> Okay. They were both individually charged for three counts of first-degree murder. Jeremy confessed to an undercover cop while in custody, so he didn't know it was a cop, about the killing, about killing the parents, not the kid, just the parents. And he was sentenced to three life sentences. Stinky will be eligible for parole. Stinky. Everybody will be eligible for parole after serving 25 years. Oh, said. gee. Three life sentences, and that's... Yeah. How does that... That doesn't make sense to me. Huh. Well, so, they're like, eight, but like you're listen to the this. life sentences just to scare them or something? Right, exactly. It's like eight years apiece. At 20... After 20 years, so he's... 25. So he's like 20, say, five by the time he goes gets through the trial process. Right. So he'll only be 50 when he can get out. That's bullshit. And then they live happily ever after? Just listen to this one. Because Jasmine was older than twelve, but not under four, but not older than fourteen, so she was like right in the middle. She could not be given more than ten years because she couldn't be tried as an adult yet. Ten years apiece? No, nope. just ten years total is the most a kid in that age group could be charged. Canada's so so fucking polite. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so she was given the full ten years. She was the youngest person ever to be convicted of a multiple murder in Canada. After four years in a psychiatric hospital. What? Psychiatric? <laughs> psychiatric hospital. Yeah, psychiatric. Shut up. English is hard. She was free. That's four fun. years, guys. Four years, Killian. What? Therapeutic. I just said this. After four you years. You said ten. No, she was charged ten. Oh, but after she got four out years, after four? Wow. she got out. And listen to what they said, okay? Okay, and she's still not 18. I know. Well, that would put her at being probably, no, right about 18. Okay, who's going to take her into foster care? She's straight going halfway house. This is what they said. Upon being granted to, or granted permission to leave the prison, the judge told Jasmine that her parents and her brother would be proud of the progress she had made. 
Like, they literally all, like, started That's to like her. Canada. That's way too polite. I know. Like, that, like, like hurt my heart. Like, if I was killed, I would not be happy. I don't know. <laughs> the progress that she's made. Especially for a boy. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Mm-mm. That's crazy. And they said that, um... So what year was this? That she got out? I think it was 2011 that she got out. So that means that he should be eligible for parole... When? When? When did the murders happen? It was 2006. So... 2031? 31, yeah. That's too soon. So... Then they will live happily ever after. 11 more years. (laughs) Just keep waiting, Jasmine. Hold on. Yeah, they said that as soon as she was, like, in there... She had realized what she was, what she had done and stuff. Like they, she, she used her age and stuff. Like Did that. she break up with him? We don't know. We There's don't. no happily ever after. She is now a. Who student. are you, and what did you do with my friend Char, who doesn't like happily ever after? She's oh no, for these, you gotta understand. If there is a happily ever after, there is a continuation of this story that I would like to know. Okay, it's not actually for them. It's for me. Okay. Gosh. Obviously. Sunshine and roses. Sunshine and roses bring vampires to my <laughs> She has now assumed a new name and is trying to live quietly under the radar. So like she oh, we could we could literally we could literally be best friends with her because she's like around our age and not even know who she is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it says that she has never made a public apology, nor has she shown any remorse. You would think, like, if she realized what she did wrong. Right. She made so much progress. Yeah, you would think she has at least made, like, one stupid post about something, you know? Yeah, but if she's trying to live, like, a new life, maybe she won't want to give up her identity of being Jasmine. True. That's 100% true. Yeah. Which, yeah, you can't very well, like, really? change your name and try to live a normal right. life and go, I think that's gosh, I really wish I hadn't killed my parents when I was 12. <laughs> I think it's bullshit years. that she can. I think it's crap that they allow her to change her name. She needs to live her life as Jasmine Richards. Would you want to know why? And deal with it. She did it because she so, was a minor. Yeah, because in Canada, so they could, so they had her in name Canada. in the newspaper. <laughs> yeah. They have her name in the newspaper at first because it was, like, looking for someone because right. she, they thought maybe she was a victim. But once they thought that she could have been a suspect, they had to just put J.R. because she was a minor. So well, it I never mean, says, like, she did it, but she did it because it's her. Well, and really, records are supposed – that's probably the gray area because you're not allowed to have a minor's name be open record when it's right. involved in a matter. Right. So that probably is the gray area that it falls into to allow her to change her name. Mm-hmm. Which, again, fuck politeness. Right. Love you, Canada. Also, this was just pretty news, so I thought it was funny to have updates. The status on their engagement is unknown. <laughs> they never officially <laughs> ended it. We don't know if they're going to get married or not. So they well, so check Facebook. <laughs> right. If, it's, if, if they're it's engaged, it's on Facebook. <laughs> but we don't know her new name, so... Well, like, Oh. Look up Stanky. <laughs> I will find him. He's in prison. You think oh he's updating his Facebook? What's that website I told you about? The one that oh. you talked to the oh, Canadian yeah. prisoners? Uh, we yeah. should take screenshots. We can talk to him. I'm betting we could find the... I mean, I literally emailed Barb 
like on Wednesday about a website that you can go to communicate with Canadian prisoners and become pen pals. Okay. And now there's this. Jeremy Steinke. We're going to be finding us a Steinke. (laughs) 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 We're going to ask him if he's engaged. That's really sad that nobody could see that dance. It was a nice one. See, that's why we need to break. Yep, that's why we need to YouTube this. My sources were WikiWiki Radio and then a little bit from WordomTherapy.com. All right. And then one more. Go ahead. And I watched a YouTube video from the channel. It's called Better Off Red. And if you just search the name, it would show up. Awesome. So we are going to take a short break. Kayla's going to take us out of here. We will be back in five, four, three, two. We're back. So who do you think won that one? Me. I say adults. Kids. Kids. Adults. Adults. All I'm saying is, hey. Pulled pork. Okay, a 300-year-old werewolf vampire. The other white meat. (laughs) The cat meowed when... So, the cat meowed when when we we were were talking about ours, so I think the cat voted for us. No, she's saying, like, meow, like, you or other mouse. No, (laughs) I Thank you. I, I would like to know, mine at least has a conclusion that makes it worthwhile versus allowing some teenage girl to change her name and pretend she never killed a Which fucking Which is why parents. our story is better because then it's like really controversial. So you like your story because she's essentially gonna get away with it barely unharmed? She's a kid. I mean, oh, no justice was served. Plus, no. my grown adult <laughs> dude with the slow IQ got away with that. I was gonna say, the guy, also you know, what's it called, Peels, right? They appealed it, saying that he was on a bunch of drugs, and that he was always on drugs, and that's why, like, (coughs) he thought of, like, the killings and stuff like that, and that's why he did it, was because he was on every drug imaginable. The cat can't decide if she wants to come in or go out. All right, well, I'm going to vote that we tied. We both had some really killer stories. Ah, 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 ah. I think that one. We should do a poll. Okay. We'll pull it. So let us know on Facebook at Plug Your Ears whether or not you think the adults have won or the children have won. This is the first part of the battle. We got one more adult, one more child story coming up in the next. Wait a minute. Um, in the part two, part two of this. So me versus mine has happened. Now let's get ready to do Barb versus hers. All right, so we are going to end this one. And we'll be back in a minute. Do not unplug, you no, guys. Definitely don't. All right. We will see you in a sec. <laughs> 